This is Single, Saved, and Growing, where we share the real life of single life with open and honest conversations with Queen Kai and Madam TJ. What's going on? Hey, y'all. We hope you guys are having a great day, a great morning, enjoying your time with yourself, enjoying your me time as you listen to Single, Saved, and Growing. In the last episode, we were finishing up with, should there be a covering or should you not have a covering? And should we go to church or should we not go to church? In my personal opinion, yes, we need a covering. And yes, we we should go to church. And not by obligation, but just out of your own heart, out of your own wanting and needing to fellowship with the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So, Queen Kai, what are your opinions and thoughts about that? Yes, I have to agree with you. I think it's very important to be planted in a church. Like, I think that we just we just feel like we don't need nobody. Like, yeah. we, we feel like I don't need them. I can do this. I can get to God on my own. And yes, you can. You, you can get to God on your own. Mm-hmm. But there's also so much more that you can get with community. Even yeah. God said it's not good for man to be alone. That's in Genesis, okay? <laughs> in the very, in the beginning, he said it's not good for man to be alone. So when you, anytime you're trying to separate yourself, isolation, you are, that's the work of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because God has not called us to be alone. We, the Adam was not alone for only so long right so we we need each other and we need that community and if we depended on each other a little bit more if we saw each other seek out each other helped each other a little bit more loved each other other more we can see how much of a benefit it is to be with one another Mm, that's good and so yeah I think it's absolutely important um to be planted in a church to commune and then like I know a lot of people's argument is like well um, it shouldn't only be done on Sunday. I can get what I need throughout the week. And you're very right. Like we should step away from um, making church this big event mm-hmm. and where we're doing, we should have church every day. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we should have church every day. And like you said, like seek God in his righteousness first. If we're doing that, then every day is going to be church. Every every mm-hmm. day is church because like y'all said, we are the sanctuary. That's the scripture. We are the sanctuary. So if we are bringing God with us every day, if we are communing with his people every day, Yes, we can have church every day, but it's also something when we all come together, it's just, yeah. it's a beautiful moment. Like literally our, our pastor, uh, first lady on Sunday was like, shout hallelujah. Like everybody shout hallelujah. When we did it together, it's just mm-hmm. a sound that's different. Unity is powerful. Yeah. Unity is so powerful and we have to stop downplaying what unity can do. And that's, it's the work of the enemy because if I can get you alone, come on, I can tell you whatever I want to tell you. If yes. I can get you alone, I can make you believe whatever I want you to believe because there's nobody there when you get weak there's nobody there to tell you no that's not the truth you yeah. start relying on the truth of the enemy which is not the truth of God and so yes. that's his tactic to get us all alone to get us hating each other to get us to be lazy to get us mm-hmm. to just you know separate that's you know and that's not that's not of God at all we need each other we are all we are all parts of the body but we're all working as one body and as each individual piece does something different we still do something all together that's right so absolutely we need we need to be in the church working together and um it's so important and then just to go to the covering part like 
Um, also, like you were saying, like, we need a covering. Like, everybody is responsible for somebody. And um, mm-hmm. I think that if the time people are trying to get away, I don't need nobody that's pride. Like, it's just a spirit of pride. And, like, we all need to count to somebody. And then the pastor, I should be learning from the pastor as my pastor is learning from his pastor. Yeah. Because we, I need that knowledge in some way. Like, my pastors went to Oral Roberts. Like, that's the kind of stuff I'm not, I mean, I guess I could watch TikTok. But whatever, <laughs> you know, that's, they have strategies and tactics that I've never would have thought about, which has been so helpful to me. Um, so I think that you just gain more. You gain more with community. You gain more with having pastors. Um, I, I feel like you lose when you have this mentality. I can do it all on my own and I don't need anybody. You lose that way. I you definitely that understand way. that. I heard you some, mention something about being planted and grounded. Can you tell me a little bit more about that, what that means? Oh, what yeah. that looks like? Yeah, I, th- I think that being planted and grounded, like what if you're being planted and grounded in God? Like, mm-hmm. um, man, I wish I could remember that scripture right now. Just talking about how the the roots, mm-hmm. like, let what it's like, make your home in my heart, and so the roots can get deep in mm. you. And when, and so the roots can grow deep, and when they grow deep, you will understand um, how deep, how far, how wide is my love. Ooh. I want to. That's in. I think that's in Ephesians, y'all. <laughs> So we have to get rooted because there's things we all know there's mysteries of the gospel, like so we can see, so we can know, so we can understand. Like God is showing us stuff. He is not leaving us idle. He is not trying to leave us hanging where we so we don't know what's going on. He right. wants us to know, but he also wants us to seek him. Like he is a gentleman, he's not gonna beg y'all, but yeah. he's saying, When you come, I'm coming, okay? Right. And when you draw to me, I'm gonna draw to you. So, you know, he wants um he wants us to get that knowledge from him, but we just have to be willing. Here's the scripture. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow deep down in God, into God's love and keep you strong. Yeah. And you may have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. And that's Ephesians 3, 17 and 18. Amen. Get those roots rooted in him. Yes. We need to be planted and rooted in him. And that way, when the enemy comes, like I said, when he comes to try to decipher, when he comes to try to separate, you already know. No, I need my brother and sister in Christ. Like, yeah. I know the Lord loves me. I know I'm called. <laughs> I know I'm whole. I'm the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Like, you can you can begin to spit, spit that stuff back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, the most important thing about Christ is that he knew who he was. Yeah. He knew who he was. The devil could not tempt him with anything. Couldn't tempt him with anything because he knew. Like, you think you bringing me something? Like, right. do you know who my daddy is? <laughs> because if you really knew who my daddy is, you wouldn't even be coming to me. And so when we're rooted in God, we can have that mentality and we won't be persuaded because there's a lot of stuff going on in this world. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of persuasion, a lot of things that's trying to deter enticing. us, enticing and, and distract us. Like we said before, everything that glitters is not gold. Like it's a lot of glitter out here. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of glitter out here telling you that this way is better. This is what you need. But I'm telling y'all, get your get your roots in God. Get the, get be planted in God. And I promise you, he won't lead you astray. Amen. Um, so I know that um, Christianity has is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> has been um it's beginning to change like over time, like what it used to what it looked like for our grandma don't yeah. look the same for what it looks like for our mom and what it looks like for us and millennials and what it looks like for mm-hmm. Gen Z. Bless their hearts, not playing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so anyway, what do you think, Tyra TJ? What does it look like for you? Um, I 
Christianity looks like for me is just staying rooted in my word, learning everything that I can learn about God by any means. Mm -hmm. Um, It also looks like just building relationship with him, worshiping and praying. Like it's like, to me, it's not just one thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to church. It's not just reading my Bible. It's not just community service. Cause let's make this, let's, I'm going to get disclaimer just because you're doing community service <laughs> does not mean you're doing what God wants you to do. Yeah. You're just doing community service, which is great, but that's not the only thing. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't cover everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are multiple things to cover your back, to cover your front, to cover your side, to cover your face. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you, you have to, for me, I think Christianity looks like these things that are covering you. So that's me praying. That's me worshiping. That's me building community using my community, Mm -hmm. asking for help when I need help Mm -hmm. because I don't know everything. I'm not going to make it by myself. Um, Going to church, seeking mentorship from my pastor, my first lady. Like, I feel like Christianity to me looks like all of those things put together. It's not just one thing. I I can't survive just doing one thing alone. So it looks like reaching out. Like, Mm -hmm. it looks like just loving on people, being nice everywhere I go, having a smile. Every part of that to me is Christianity. I, I want to look like Christ everywhere I go. So mm-hmm. to in order to do that, I may have to smile a little bit longer. I may have to talk to somebody I wouldn't normally talk to. So I may have to hug somebody that I feel like maybe I don't want to hug them because they stink something, you know. But, <laughs> you know, to me, that's that's what Christianity looks like for me. Do you think, like, uh, maybe if you can give me an example, like, put it into practical terms, like, every day, maybe something, uh, a situation that you've been through that you have to, like, make sure that you look different or not look different because it's not fake. It's not Mm -hmm. for fake. But, like, how do you show Christ every day? Mm -hmm. Maybe is that, maybe. So I'm a hairstylist. And... Every day people come in with whatever they have, whoever they are, whoever they love, you know, all these different things that come in. But my for me, I just be consistent. Mm. I be consistent when they come in. I'm going to give them a smile. If we're close enough, I'm going to give them a hug and I'm going to give them the space to to talk. Or to sit there if they want to, to pray. If Mm -hmm. I have multiple clients that I will stop what I'm doing and I will pray for them. Or before they walk out the door, I will pray for them. Even if I'm unsure, I just try to listen to the Holy Spirit and 10 times out of 10, it's been okay, you know? <laughs> so just just being being attentive to the Holy Spirit to, to try to figure out what people need in the moment. Mm-hmm. If they need an ear, if they need uh, extra attention, if they need a love, if they need a discount at that moment, <laughs> I, I try to do that. Is that answering your question? Yeah, I think that's good. Like, that's really like, what's your, min- what's your daily ministry? Because, okay. right? Because we in the, God is in the marketplace and he's in the church and we need yeah. to stop separating the two. Because who you are in the church is, should be who you are every day. Yeah. And that's not just talking about um, not smoking, not drinking. I don't smoke and drink and I don't cuss on Sundays. Mm-hmm. But it's more than that. Who your character is on Sunday yeah. should be the same. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Okay, you should be the same. Amen. So I think that I think that's great. And I think that's a good example because a lot of people don't know they don't they don't know how to bring this Mm -hmm. to every day. And I want to tell you that it's easier than you think. Yeah. So it's easier than you think. And I think for me, like uh, being a teacher, um, just like you say, being that consistency, being that love, like and also like not compromising. I feel like this past um, 
month or so, maybe even year, I feel like I've been in so many positions where I am I gonna compromise? Like, okay, am I gonna am I am I gonna drink with them today? Am I gonna say yes to this? Am I gonna say no to this? Like, I've been in those situations a lot, mm. and it's really I feel like it's more so uh, tugging on my heart place of because I know that God is bringing me into a separation, um, which is very uncomfortable. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, <laughs> um, but He's bringing me in in a separation, and um, so it's like. I have to be okay with where I am. Mm-hmm. I have to be okay with my yet. My yeses have to be yes and my noes have to be no. Right. And so I feel like because that's always been kind of shaky with me. Well, certain some more areas than not. Um, but because it has been shaky with me, like God is like, okay, what you going to say? Mm. Okay. All right, cool. You know, whatever. But anyway, so like, let's say like cussing, mm-hmm. like I really, I, I, I'm so hard on my students about using professional language. I'm not playing with them. So immediately when I say, like, I don't cuss, then they like, um, you a Christian? <laughs> you go to church? <laughs> yes, I do. But that's not relevant. Like, I'm just saying that we need to have professional language. Right. But anyway, so then then that opens the door to have some kind of conversation or whatever. But then so now I'm saying this is what I'm standing on. I'm, not, I'm a Christian and I don't cuss. And then it's like, so... I better have no sleep up. But anyway, it's like I'm not because who I am right. to my core, like that's who I am every day. So I'm telling you I don't cuss. This is who I am. So I'm I'm that person on Sunday and I'm that day throughout the week. So that's one of the examples I can give. So this one time this week, uh, my teacher friends, we was going out and um, well, we had just shoved around this thing and I already felt uncomfortable. It was a pajama party. Let me say that. It was a pajama party. And so I felt like, you know, some of the things that they were wearing, it wasn't bad, but me personally, I just wouldn't wear that um, to work. And like, um, it wasn't, it wasn't revealing or nothing. I was just me, my personal um, preference. preference. And so like I had on this onesie, you know, whatever. Um, it wasn't tight fitting. It was just like a onesie pajama, but you know, they had on, um, more different things. And so I felt out of place immediately. I was like, oh, no, nah, I should have wore this. I should have wore that. And then I was like, but no, this is who you are. Like, mm-hmm. this is who, this is who you are. Like, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Just just be you, you know. Yeah. This is who you, this is what you're comfortable with. Like, and that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, even yeah. me, you had to talk about it. You had to tell me too. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I ha- I'm starting to be more comfortable. And it's like, it's weird because this is what you go through in high school. <laughs> But now I'm kind of going through it as an adult, so it's kind of weird. And I'm like, how am I at this place again? But with different ages comes different temptations and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so that happened. Then they was all like, let's go get drinks. And I was like, because uh, I don't be drinking, y'all. Like, when I say the Lord took that taste out of my mouth, like, I cannot stand the smell of alcohol <laughs> anymore. I just don't like it. But I'm not, I used to throw the shots back like the rest of them. <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, but now, you know, now that's just not me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they asked, would you want to, do you want to go drink? And I was like, uh, you know, like, no, nah, it's okay, y'all. And so then I felt like, dang, here it is again. I got to say no. I can't go out and hang with the people. And it was just like, but, you know, God had to remind me, like, that's okay. That's yeah. who you are. And then what really, what really got me is that, 
the fact that I can say no, the fact that I that I have the ability and the strength to say no is a, already a blessing and, a, yeah. and it shows my growth in itself. And that the really thing is, too, is that my family has dealt with addiction. Right. My family, I've come from a family with there's alcoholics, drug, drug addicts mm-hmm. and many more addictions. So the fact that I can tell my flesh no and that I'm not even going into that and not even starting myself in and opening the door to that place, that's already, that's the biggest blessing. Yeah. So I'm sorry, not sorry. I'm going to have to say no. Um, and so and I find myself not compromising in those situations. And for everybody, it looks different. It looks different for you. Like you might can drink and be fine. I just can't. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, everybody's story is different, but there are certain points. There are certain things that we have to do. We have to make sure that we stay pure in our minds and hearts because opening the door to one thing can lead to trouble in another way. So we have to be mindful of that. Yes. So guys, let's celebrate our wins. Amen. Be ourselves. Get connected and find what works for you. Because what works for you may not work for your neighbor, but I know what works for me and you know what works for you. And that can be the basis to a life of abundance. Come on. <laughs> a life of abundance. So we want to thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, share, comment, post. Let your friends know. Let your mama and them know. We're here for y'all. We're here for the community. So do your part too. We want to thank you for listening to Single, Save, and Growing. Remember, you won't always be single, but you'll always be growing. This episode is part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities. Thank you.